When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and of course, Game Source. Everyone out there, just thank you so much for listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, of course, the great folks right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out what the number one Lakers blogger, Laker Tom, who is part of our Lakers live watch party right there for you on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break, which you can join us all the time. Plus also swell Jamie Sweet with his five things articles. Go ahead and check out what both those guys are doing today at Lakers at lakerholics.com plus also as well lakersball.com there's ox1947 right there he is at lakersball.com and also as well if you want your lawn transformed into something so much more beautiful than it is today and you're in the southern california area simblades with the y.com plus also as well our good friends of the hoop heads podcast network and a big shout out to some friends that i made today at downtown las vegas at the, at the Run It Back store. That's right. If you're in downtown Las Vegas, please go ahead and check out the Run It Back store. If you like your vintage clothing, if you like your vintage toys, action figures, video games, and vintage Lakers stuff that's there, go ahead and check out what they're doing today at Run It Back. Nice little small place with a whole bunch of vintage great stuff that's there for you right there in downtown Las Vegas, right across from the El Cortez. It is the Run It Back store. I wanted to give those guys a big shout out for everything that they do as far as providing some great Lakers vintage stuff right there for it Run It Back. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. <laughs> Zangerstein's already started. Welcome back, Zangerstein. Always great to have you here, Z. Doesn't like Darwin's starting lineup and ending lineups. Yeah, I don't know. Just again, the reliance is so much like Vogel. Just uh, you know, that's something obviously we could talk about. But let's get to the positives first off, and that's the Lakers' first half, really strong, coming high off the momentum from the big Milwaukee win. Would there be a crash and fall in Washington? No. Right off the bat, they made their point. 
And maybe it was just because of the fact that three minutes in, Bradley Beal did get hurt and was taken back to the locker room, which kind of sucked the life out of the Washington Wizards. But you know what? That didn't stop Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, who is on a tear like no one else currently in the NBA, really guided the Lakers forward, especially the fact that they got off to a 68-50 to halftime lead. Kept it strong in that now famous third quarter, 37-31. Kind of faltered in the fourth quarter with a big comeback from none other than Kyle Kuzma. But the Lakers held strong because they got Anthony Davis right there scoring and scoring and scoring. And he ended up with a fantastic game, one of the best of his career. 55 points, 17 rebounds, and three block shots. LeBron James with an oh by the way, 29 points, eight rebounds, and six assists, five turnovers. So kind of made up for the zero turnovers that he got in mm. Milwaukee. Lonnie Walker, seven to ten, four of four from behind the arc, and 20 points for him. And the Lakers pulled away from the Washington Wizards after they got a little bit close inside of 10, 130 to 119. But for all instances, this game was over in the third quarter. The yeah. Lakers, again, outstanding performance by AD. Just unfortunately for the injury for Bradley Beal, feel sorry about what's going on there, but he was questionable, so he could have come back into the game. So it doesn't sound like something is too serious, but that didn't stop AD from having a tremendous game. And here today to talk about it, first man up, first man here. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out when he's out of the traffic in Toronto. He's the magic man, the madman from Toronto. The magic man indeed, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here. Another fantastic game for Anthony Davis. Absolutely, Gerald. I know uh, a lot of Laker fans will likely quibble about uh, Coach Ham's uh, lineup there in the fourth, but this game was about Anthony Davis. Um, I'd, I'd just like to say that uh, uh, I woke up this morning and um, I just had this funny feeling that uh, he was just going to go off today. So I, I, I let uh, the pod father and uh, the rest of the gang know um, I thought he was going to go for 40. I didn't, I didn't in my wildest dreams think he'd go for 55, but um Look, uh, his career high is 59. He did that as a Pelican. This is his career high as a Laker. Yes. It's the, probably the easiest 55 points he's ever going to score. What did he just score? Um, 40 by, uh, within three quarters, correct? He scored 41 through three. He had 41 and 14 going into the fourth. So he had a 40. He dropped a 40 bomb before the fourth quarter even started. Um, it was a dominant performance, 55 points on 30 shots. He shot 22 of 30 from the field, over 73%. Um, again, I, I barely, I think he might have started breaking a sweat there halfway through the fourth, but that was probably the first time all game that he did. Um, he was scoring at ease wherever he wanted. Um, uh, his last... I'll have to look it up, but I would say of his last 20 three-point attempts, I'm guessing he's shooting around at least 37%, possibly higher. Um, it just looks better for, for whatever reason. And um, he, he's just – he's on a tear right now. It's 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 like um, – it's it no matter what sport you're playing, it's just – if you could get the ball in the hands of the guy who's just tearing it up, just get him the ball. No matter what. 
Well, I'll tell you what, just a great game indeed by Anthony Davis. Just it definitely could not uh, ask for anything more from him. Just he's on a tear right now. Just fantastic, fantastic play. Also here today to talk about today's game. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today at LakersBall.com. Plus, also as well, you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today for your lawn if you're in the Southern California area at Simblades. Simblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, again, you're the first on the train to stay on the train, and you're leading the train right now because AD is rolling right now. Well, we, we know the game. We, we said this ad nauseum during the summer. For this team to be successful, AD has to be – Sean? Sean, say it again. Special. This is special AD. This is not – this is not really even MVP candidate and uh, AD. This is transcendent player. So Sean mentioned this is the easiest 55 he's going to get, which is not that far off from what we've been saying for about a week and a half now. He looks like he's not even trying. And when that is happening, that means you have a controlled AD, a lethal AD, and a less chance of AD getting injured AD. You have that, and you you might as well just pack it in. And LeBron's dropping 30 as a second option. <laughs> Westbrook's doing dimes like Mark Jackson in his prime. Lonnie Walker not missing threes. <laughs> you know, again, at, at the end of the day, guys, uh, this is this team is, is, is getting it together. And I, I'm not going to put a lot of blame on the lineup in the fourth quarter. I think we're still stuck in that old way of thinking the NBA used to be. I was I was watching it right around the three-minute mark, or I should say three minutes left in the third quarter. I was itching at that, is there a chance we can get both LeBron and AD to sit the whole fourth? And then this little thing in my head goes, Joe, you need to get that out of your damn head. You knew it, that wasn't going to happen, never, Joe. It, it may ha- it's like It's like a pitcher pitching a complete game. It will happen. Right, it will happen in spurts, but the days of you, the star, having a twenty-point lead, a fifteen-point lead—you took your team to the to, to that spot going into the fourth. You're not going to sit the whole fourth. Those days what are is gone. What's the Joe Sorrell rule? Hmm? Joe Sorrell rule: twenty With points and in. Twenty point. I mean, you you saw twenty-nine points mm-hmm. evaporate in what eight minutes. It's over. It's over. So they, you got, they took that foot off the gas, and yeah, that was all she wrote. Now, let, now, if you use that as a positive thing for statistical purposes, if that doesn't happen, we don't see a double nickel by AD. No. Yeah. And also, those who have been watching, because most of our crowd could be young and don't really remember the early two thousands and beyond. Some of some of our our our, our guests are are young. So just to give you guys an idea of what what what's why you've seen more statistic, you know, what used to be anomalies, which is triple doubles, uh, uh, let's say mid, mid-tier to mid, to mid to high-tier type players getting 30s and 40s all day, every week. More possessions, more threes, 
more skill being taught in terms of shooting. So that's what these guys are doing. All their energy is going towards shooting. So that's what you have here, guys. You have a team now that's going to likely have to play four quarters to win a game. No longer will you be able to drop a 20-point lead and then rest after that. But anyways, the game, I don't know if the game would have changed if Bradley Beal had stayed in the game, maybe a little. But I, I, feel, I feel like the Lakers are on, are on somewhat of a mission here. And what a way to start out. They, they, they were 0-6 the first six road games, and now they won four in a row. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Uh, I, I, I think uh, Westbrook's still making some ill-advised mistakes. I'd say that's probably the only negative that I can feel from the game. Uh, I'm not so worried about it in these kind of games. I'm more worried about it if this, this team should make a run here, that uh, Westbrook's going to have to reel that in because those are devastating mistakes in the, at the wrong time. And that's what kind of helped their run, too, a little bit uh, was his – his mistakes because you, you know, you can blame Darvin Ham putting in Reeves and that and all that. No, I think a lot of it is those turnovers that turn into threes and twos. And, you know, that's, that, that was the result uh, in terms of them getting back into the game. Well, just amazing performance today by Anthony Davis. Couldn't ask for anything more as the Lakers now move to 10 and 12 with a 130 to 119 victory over the Washington Wizards. You know what? I know that the first thing I heard from John Ireland today was talking about how the Lakers are within three games of fourth place in the Western Conference. The other night when we were on with the Lakers fast break, Sean Grice also mentioned how close we are to the upper ranks of the Western Conference. And I don't want to go too far too fast. I'm just trying to get us into the playoff mix first, and then we'll go from there. So... Let's go ahead and talk. But again. this team is special, Gerald. This team is special. Yes, the special seems to be the team <laughs> word between all of us here. But AD is playing really special right now. But also here today to talk about today's game. Good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check him out on YouTube right there. For You can't avoid the channel name because it's right there, plastered all over us right over there. It's John McCallion. <laughs> John, great to have you here, my friend. If you like what we're doing, please give us that thumbs up and subscribe. Yep. Not only to hit the like button, y'all. Hit the like button. Hit the like button and also subscribe to not only our channel, but John McCallion's as well. John, great game by AD. What a way to follow it up. I was worried about a letdown. You thought eh, early evening Sunday game. You're not sure if where's at. Looks like one of those trap games that you're not sure if the Lakers coming off that big high. Teams have a tendency to go ahead and play down to their competition or play down after a big emotional victory like that. That didn't happen today at all. Yeah, I agree. It's funny you brought that up because I, I had the exact same thoughts coming into this game. I'm like, you know what? They got a big win in Milwaukee. Hopefully they don't play down to, you know, Washington. Who's, who, you know, it's not a terrible team, but they're not a great team either. So um, I'm not going to lie. I got a little bit worried, you know, in the fourth quarter. You know, I Who's my lighting I, it up? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, snap, here we go. Here's Kuzma's revenge game. But, um, you know, I had a little bit of de- deja vu. I thought I was going to end up, you know, like like Monday's game against Indiana. But um, thankfully, you know, uh, Darvin Ham put AD back in and, and he just, you know, continued where he left off. He had a monster game. I think his stat line was 55, 10, and 4, uh, 10 rebounds, 4 blocks. So, um, and this is the AD we've been waiting for, you know, since like, you know, since, since we won the championship. Um, you know, it, obviously he hasn't been getting hurt, but at the same time, um, you know, when he was out there, I think, he, I think he was worried about, you know, deferring to LeBron and Westbrook because those are older, more experienced, you know, 
pretty much, you know, guaranteed Hall of Famer. So he's, you know, he said, you know what, I don't want to, um, I don't want to piss them off. I don't want to upset them. So let me take a step back. And LeBron said, no, bro, this is your team. You got to take control now that he has that confidence. You know, it shows because he's he's been he's been playing like a number one out there for sure. Absolutely. I just let you know today's game: fifty-five points, seventeen rebounds, and three block shots. Just thank you. Incredible game, and then uh, you know, an oh by the way game for LeBron James: twenty-nine points, eight and six yeah. assists. But just just a great game overall. Sean, you wanted to interject? Go ahead, my friend. Yeah, absolutely, Gerald. It's not only the efficiency of what he's doing; it's he's changed the way he's doing it. Um, it's like an apex predator who, for whatever reason, has environmental or genetic factors somehow blocking the way they eat. And so <laughs> they have to find a secondary way to get that meal. And he's just found a way um, because now it's, I'm going to eat you in the low post. I'm going to eat you above the rim. And there's nothing that you can do to stop me because... I'm so assertive now and have on the perimeter too, Sean on the perimeter too. Yeah, exactly. Joe. I mean, it was earlier in the season. I remember he had uh out on him and I was thinking, Anthony, why don't you put the ball on the floor and take him to the hole? And he didn't do it. He took like a 20 footer. Now he'd take him to the hole and posterize him. It's, it's a switch that's been flipped here. It's, it's, it's very wonderful to see, and I'm happy for him because now everybody who called him street clothes and all this stuff, they can wear the leash now, and he's going to walk you down the street. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Well, again, just an outstanding performance. Joe, when he's lighting it up like this, I know I just put in the chat everybody's thoughts right now as far as far as AD for MVP. Probably still wouldn't become a you know MVP simply because of the fact that he's got a 10 and 12 record. But I think right now he's lighting it up even more than Tatum, even more than Curry even more than Jokic. Right now, there's no one better in the NBA playing the game of basketball right now. We discussed if the Lakers indeed stay healthy and play the way they've been playing, there's a very good chance they could finish the last 60 games 40 and 21 or 41 and 20. Right now, we're at 60 games left, correct? It's uh, 10 and 12. It's a possibility. Likely... 
we don't know yet. I, I would need another month or so to to, to really garner that because I, I'm I'm going to say that the Lakers desperately need to get get two more players here in some capacity. And I'm not talking about some buyout has been. I'm talking if they're going to get a buyout guy, I'm hoping it's somebody that still has some left in the tank and works with this particular team. Uh, But the Lakers need two more players. Uh, If this is indeed going to be the AD we're going to see, we're going to need two more players, uh, preferably a big and and someone who can shoot or or two that can shoot. Uh, and let's see if this thing can go where it needs to go. Petting my cat says Joe's backtracking from his 50 win statement on the last podcast. I'm oh, not no, going to say I'm not, I'm not I'm backtracking. Not gonna, I'm, okay. I'm not Just backtracking. I'm saying, I'm saying there, we said that, look, I'm, I didn't, I didn't think AD was going to drop 55 tonight. And I, I didn't no think, predicted that. I didn't no. think he was going to drop 55 just as comfortable as he's been dropping 38. 55, guys. That's a lot of that's a yeah, lot of points. I, I, I like I, I just I want people to understand or try to how easy it was for him tonight. I I, I was at the game last night um with the Raptors and Magic and OG and Anobi had to work his ass off to get 32 points. He was dripping sweat, tired coming out and Anthony looked like it was just a day at the park. Honestly, it was a warm up. (laughs) Yeah, it really was John. Uh, Like normally Anthony has like some sweat uh, on him. He looked like, you know, he just basically toweled off from the shower or something. It was, it was nothing. Uh, And to what the ease to which is he's getting his points he was 22 of 30 from the field. I don't care who you are. That is really hard in the NBA on any night to yeah. shoot over almost 75% from the field and get, uh, like Joe was saying, a double nickel. That is so hard to do. So hard. He, is, he was so easy. efficient tonight. He was so efficient. It's it, it wasn't even scary anymore. Now you're talking about Michael Myers – Jason Voorhees, Freddy <laughs> Cougar, and John in his did underwear. Freddy, scary. Did you say Freddy, Freddy Cougar or Freddy Cougar? Well, there, there, there were times where Kristaps Porzingis did not want to go up with two hands. With, he with... got frustrated. He got frustrated. It's that one little spark that he had where he he was dunking and like he even he turned into even uh, Stu Lance was talking. He's like, dude, like, like play like that. This guy's killing you. <laughs> And he, he had it for a spurt, right? And that's the difference, guys. The difference between the great ones and the spurts, you just got a little bit of a, a, a taste of what that is. Porzingis doesn't have the the animal in him, right? Something that we've been talking about with AD not having, right? Does he have the animal in him to go after it? Now, we had seen it before. We had seen it for years in New Orleans, but he never really had any help there. We saw it during 2020. Uh, AD, everyone keeps saying bubble. It, it, it's like, dude, he was showing it that whole year. It wasn't just in the bubble. It's just that you paid attention more in the bubble because that's when the playoffs started. But this is the best AD, the last 11 games, that's ever been the AD. If this continues and we get some reinforcements, Laker Tom's going to predict a 16-0 playoff record. Watch. <laughs> 
That's a pretty weak comeback, John. I mean, that's something I would have said to you. Can you think of something original? I was just thinking back of what you said. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers did win 130 to 119. I like the fact that... I actually don't, but if it makes you feel better. I actually like the the fact that the Lakers have put out two games in a row above 130 and above. That means the tempo's going, the pace is high, the transition is there. I know Laker Tom and I were going back and forth on it. Uh, To me, the tempo and the transition is very important, Sean, to what the Lakers need to do in order to get easier shots. Not necessarily layups all the time, just to get themselves in a better set because half court is still, there's still issues, ISOs, things of that nature. You can break that down all you want, but when the team goes up tempo, they're a lot better team. A hundred percent drilled, a hundred percent. You know, we, we'd obviously like to see that because we know that the three-point shooting at some point is going to dip again, we'd like to see the the, the um, half-court defense and, uh, you know, playing for, for 24 seconds uh, become more consistent um, because that's where a lot of these opportunities are coming from. They definitely need to up the pace, no no doubt about it. Once they get into the half court, you know, Anthony seems to just be running towards running towards the basket and you've got two guys running off in the wings. But uh, you know, I and I understand what Tom was saying during the watch party that uh during this eight and two streak that we're on that we're sixth, I think, in uh three point percentage overall I mean, that's um, surprising but do you th- i don't think that's going to stick i don't think that's sustainable personally I, I agree gerald i just don't don't think with the roster we have that somehow we go from being one of the worst to being six all of a sudden i think i think you know there's not enough fluidity within the roster to suggest that you know that that could work uh, long term i i they really do need to still Evaluate making making a move or two here to to improve the shooting. Now, what I hope is that if you are looking at the Russ slant, that you take your time here because this is an eight and two run. It's it, ten games is a small sample size, but that's that's basically one tenth of the year. And so you've seen them. We've seen the Lakers at their best. This is the the way. If we're going to compete for a championship and hold that trophy at the end of the year, this is the way to get it done. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. John McCallion, Magic Man, and Joe Soro, along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thank you so much for watching, listening. The chat is going as we speak both about the Lakers and also other things as well. John, I mean, this is awesome the way the Lakers are playing. This is totally a reverse of what we saw at the beginning of the season, which I know to you and I, who always think on maybe the harsher edge of the way the Lakers are playing, is really surprised to, I think, you and I and, and maybe Jamie as well, most of all. I think when it comes to the Lakers, you know, if they can sustain this and they can actually go ahead and get involved and get interested and get in, in right in the middle of the mix in the playoff race by the time this road trip is over yeah while i was watching a game i was actually trying to think of um a player not named lebron 80 westbrook or austin reeves that was giving consistent production 
Um, and I couldn't think of one, to be honest. Um, you know, Pat Bev has been underwhelming, to say the least. Um, you know, I get it. Uh, he's not he's not the the six one wing that you know Rob Polenko hoped he would be. Shocker. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Sean. This team needs help, and if they're gonna go far for you know over the long haul, they need help uh, right now. Um, you know, they're they're showing that you know they they want to win, and they're winning. Now, not only are they talking to talk, but they're also walking to walk. And um, you know, if this isn't a sign for for Rob Polenko to get the the current roster some help, I don't know what is. Exactly. I, they do need more. I mean, tonight you were able to get by off of AD's incredible game, LeBron's great supporting game at almost 30 points. And then, of course, you know, you had Lonnie Walker hitting four or four from three. But, Joe, when it comes to what we're seeing, this to me clearly shows that you're not going to always have nights like this where AD's going to drop 55. They need support from the rest of the team. And when they don't get it, like, you know, nice tonight, you can't always rely on two or three players to go ahead and get the job done. It takes a team effort each and every time for, for most games outside of today. Well, we're not, I'm not, we're not talking 55 a night, but I think we keep saying the same thing for the last week. We can't expect this. We can't expect that. And all of a sudden AD has a career week. Yeah. Career almost two weeks. No, I expect, AD to drop twenty five to thirty a game now. Oh, that, I, that I expect, but when he, yeah. when it comes, well, just... and the thing is, the reason his twenty five and thirty are different than, let's say, a Kuzma twenty five and thirty. AD is not only scoring a lot and getting a lot of rebounds and having a lot of statistical achievements; it's the efficiency of that. And if you remember what we said about how. Sometimes two points aren't two points. Sometimes the enormity of that particular two points or three-point play can, can, can kind of deflate the opposing uh, team's will. And AD was so dominant today, he pissed off Porzingis. Porzingis had more emotion today than I've ever seen him have. I've never seen him dunk and hang onto the rim like he was trying to break a tree branch. I'd never seen that before. And maybe if Porzingis had more of that, he would live up to his fourth overall pick. And that's the part where this right here starts to change for this for the Lakers opponents. And it happened in Milwaukee. It happened in Milwaukee. Milwaukee just kept playing, kept playing, kept playing. And they're like, dude, these guys are not going away. Like, there's a reason why I said Michael Myers, Freddy Cougar, Jason Voorhees. I keep uh, thinking you say Freddy Cougar instead of Freddy Krueger. I don't know why. Maybe you're just, you know. Freddy who? Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Yes, yeah, Krueger. Kruger. Yeah, you keep, it sounds like you say cougar. Like cougar? You're, like you're hunting for a you mean You mean the ones that chase John around all day? No, I'm talking about Krueger. Okay. Krueger. Let's make sure. Make sure. Okay. Crew. Like, okay. you know, crew. Yeah, and I know. Then Gur. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Okay, so I'll make yeah, sure. Good. Don't don't interrupt me again. Well, yes, ma'am. Anyways, uh... <laughs> and I was being totally facetious, by the way. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know what facetious means. You know that, right? Didn't they our teach you that in broadcasting is, school? Our audience is intelligent. I no. will have you know, ours is the most intelligent because they're here. They're well, I'm going to start calling you Gerald Costas. I am the dean of the Lakers. Bob Costas, one time, 
I, I remember this because I was at the hotel I used to work. I, I, I used to work. Uh, well, the hotel I worked at, I was a Bellman driver. And there was it was the Denver Packers Super Bowl in San Diego. And Bob Costas used the word radicent in one of his spiels. And I looked at the guy next to him like, you know, 99% of the people don't know what that means. Anyways, I, 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 we, also, we have to kind of sort of come down to earth a little bit too here. Uh, it's I'm, still I'm, it, Go I, ahead. Yeah, no, Joe, uh, what you're saying there, I'm reminded of what uh, Woody Harrelson said in uh, True Detective where he said, you know, I'm educated myself. I could throw a lot, around a lot of 10 and $20 words too. I, I need to see that first season. I, I hear it's an epic one. Um, yes. I got through, I think, 30 minutes of it, and then I veered off somewhere. But I do got to get to that because I, I hear there's a lot of good dialogue between him and McConaughey. Yes, so I want, I want to see that because I love both those guys. The uh, this is still okay. The Lakers are if the Lakers are if the Lakers are playing like this, that means they're a very good team. They're supposed to beat the Washington Wizards by double digits at this point. If this is who they're, if this is how they're going to play, we're they've shown that they can play a top two East team. Obviously, we saw that on Friday. So if this stays consistent, guys. I'm expecting wins, and I'm expecting wins against top-tier teams. Therefore, Rob Polinka needs to figure out if he is going to do something to help this team become a title contender because this team, as it's constructed, has a very good chance to make the playoffs at this point. But will they be title contenders? Not right now. Yeah, that's, not, I, that's why I'm, I'm – trying to be a little bit cautious i know everybody is really excited about what's going on i want to put things in perspective the lakers are 10 and 12 they're still not even in the play-in running as of yet you've got to they've got to go ahead and be consistent let's see how they do after this road trip let's see how they do come christmas let's see where they're at at the end of the year if they're above 500 or even at 500 then to me it's a whole new ball game john it's a whole new ball game where we think that the lakers can now start competing and if they get a couple of added players into the mix, they can really make some noise. Yeah, really good point there. Um, and, you know, if I can add something to that, I would say that, you know, a lot of the reason why we're, we're winning right now is because, you know, LeBron, Westbrook, AD, and also Reams are pretty much carrying this team. Um, you know, the rest of the team, not really. And that's why, you know, we really need help to, you know, beef up this roster going into the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I do see this team making the playoffs. But, you know, like Joe, like Joe said, um, I don't really – you know, seeing going or see this team, this roster going far in the playoffs. So, you know, we need all the help that we can get. I don't know um, if it's, you know, DeMar DeRozan, but, um, you know, we need at least so, at least one solid wing and at least one, you know, at least semi-reliable shooter. That's the thing, though. Uh, when it comes to him, he doesn't provide those. He's a scorer and a great right. scorer at that, but he doesn't play defense. And he's not an outside shooter that's going to stretch the defense at all, Sean. Not at this point of his career, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gerald and and John just both hit the nail on the head. You know, he's he's a very prolific scorer, and um, that can be helpful. And Vucevic is only hitting thirty four percent. Yeah, exactly. He's not, the, he's not the same player since he it, got exactly. traded from Orlando. Um, what the Lakers need is what Gerald described. They need a shooter and a defender, preferably. You would take the shooting over the scoring if 
if you have the added dimension of the defense, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. And most teams would, would make that call too. You know, another score that's great, but, but what this team really needs is to aid Anthony Davis a little bit on the perimeter. So he's not working as hard when he's going um, east to west. We know what he can do north to south with uh, his verticality and athleticism. But in order to take the next level and take the next step, the team really needs to improve defensively on the perimeter. And that requires, like Gerald Gerald was saying, that requires acquiring a player that has a dimension that is both a shooter and a defender. Now, if you want uh, somebody that can be a stretch five, we played one tonight. He's, you know, Porzingis is scoring better than he has almost at any point in time. Even in his all-star season, hitting 36%. He may not be the total answer for you, but, you know, I would take him over what we saw right now from Vucevic. I think Vucevic is, yes. is really, right now, his confidence-wise, it's just not there right now. Yeah, no, no. Um, look, v- v- Vooch is a very good player. There, the, it's it's. He was a very good player. Was a very good player. He's he's a good to, to above average right now. Gerald's correct. The problem with Vooch is he, like Gerald said, it's a confidence issue, and he could drop twenty five a night, but he's also going to give up twenty five to to thirty one. On the defensive end, Gerald again is 100% correct. You take Porzingis over Vucevic if that's the choice to be made. I, I know Miles Turner is probably the best option right now, but if you're, you know, whatever's going on with the Lakers in Indiana, obviously there's they've, I mean, they've talked numerous times, nothing's come out of it, Joe, and it just seems like that's been going around and around forever. At this point, you know, it either gets done or it, it get, doesn't. It just move on from it and move on to other things. But the Lakers, obviously, like you said, if they can just get moving on some trades here, you know, obviously we have to wait until the 15th for December when more players get get become eligible. Then in January 15th, when even more players become eligible, it seems like it's a good thing that the Lakers are winning all this, you know, all these games. But it also seems like it's just giving Rob an excuse to just delay, delay and delay even further. Getting someone like Porzingis with this team would be a pretty big game changer. As long as he's healthy and he's staying healthy. Correct. As long as he's healthy, but that's always been the issue. Yeah. And then of course he's making, I think 30 mil a year and then he's got a player option next year. Yeah. But then if you trade Russ, then you could maybe pick up someone else, you know, maybe even (sighs) bring Kuzma back as far as. I am in a real quandary with, with, with Westbrook at the moment. I, I, I think he is great off the bench. He is given that that bench a spark. He's his his passing is phenomenal. His rebounding is amazing. Mm-hmm. There is that like five six minute stretch in each game though where he's making really bad decisions. And you keep on we keep on stressing that having him during the game is great. Having him at the end of the games is not so great. Yeah, it's a problem, and it's going to be a problem when you play the higher echelon teams that can bait him. We don't want to have that be an issue, so we're going to have to be very careful to see how that kind of turns out. You trade Westbrook for someone, let's say at this point, that is a surefire third guy. Like I'm talking, you you get him. It's like, yep, this is the guy that you want playing with these guys. Otherwise, you got to use the other assets to 
to try and get someone. I, I don't think we have enough money to send out for, let's say, a Porzingis, even though he'd be perfect playing center next to AD. Jeez, I, I, you know, if you think uh, if you think Miles Turner's good, I think Porzingis would be even better, especially at the on the offensive end. And this is an offensive league, guys. As much as defense is important, I think we have enough defense, especially with AD at the at, as the anchor. Uh, offense is really, I think, where we're, we're, we're going to want to concentrate on getting to improve the team so that the shooting's there, take advantage of LeBron's offense, and, of course, you know, drawing people away from AD because of the threat of, of scoring. Uh, I, I think, I, it, Joe, I think you're on to something there. I think if they acquire a, a shooter or two, I think that that's a good recipe. You know, you know what you're going to get from AD and you know what you're going to get from LeBron at this point. So if a third guy ends up scoring 25 or 30 points, that's just, that's just gravy. And that's the thing. I think blue magic hit it best. Now here, this guy, I don't know if you guys saw in the chat, but blue magic pointed right there. Yes. He's playing well off bench. Zanger signs did a great job of describing it. Yes. But is he playing at a forty-seven million dollar? Well, no one can. No one can except not AD off, and LeBron in his prime, and not coming off the bench. Uh, Giannis. Those are those are those are the special players, the special players that that can play up to forty-seven million. Uh, but uh, we can't we can't hold that over his head because that's not no no. But I'm just on him. he made a good point when by saying yeah, that it's, he, it's, he's playing it's a well, fair point. Well, there's there's gonna need to be there's gonna need to be some is he some playing dis- up to his 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 money? There's gonna need guy. to be some dis- to some talks with Russell. Hopefully, Darvin Ham can do this. It, where he needs to really, it's okay if he does it. I guess against the you know. The and Wizards. Rogers had, I mean, on top of that, you, can you have a forty-seven million dollar role player, which is what he is right now? He's playing great as a role player. He's playing great as a guy off the bench. He's playing great in those second and third quarters. He's playing great against those second team units. Is he, he playing at that level? That's, I mean, that's the question that you guys got to ask yourself because, again, how much money he takes off your cap. Well, the cap part is already over. I don't think we need to worry about that well, at the but moment. Then you could, I, I think trading I, him, you know, it could bring you the bonus that you're talking about. I understand. I understand that it, it, in in 2022, the narrative matters more than the fact. But the fact is, is that this team is playing excellent basketball right now, and I don't think, I don't think just making a a willy-nilly trade. No, um, but, but you, to, I mean, you... Well, hold on, hold on. Okay. I think I think I would buy Polinka's reasoning if he says, I want to wait until the end of December. Well, you to have figure. to wait until the middle of December in the first place. Well, you have to anyway, but I think at this point with the way they've been playing, I think you have to wait well into Christmas and and probably till the end of the year to really figure out what you want to what you want to accomplish. But John well, and Joe have set it up best, you know, filling out the end of that roster because you see tonight. I understand that. AD, there's, there's... It was basically the, the the team was three players tonight. Yes, I understand that. Players. What I lackey? Know, what what I... lackey keeps putting up these? I'm sorry, Sean. I got to say this. No, go ahead, Joe. What what lackey keeps putting up these artificial dates? I want to find out who that is. Well, that's what, wait, what do you mean? Wait till end of December for who? For what? 
What are we waiting for? After, yeah, after, exactly. That, that's what I'm Sean sure. Alaki? Yeah, that's no, 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 no. no. You're, 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 you're no, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Kidding, yeah, I'm yeah, kidding, no, no. I'm that, that, yeah, but that's that's my whole point. That's kind of my whole point. Is yeah, what? What, what, like, what was it? Zach what? Lowe? I think I read it with Zach Lowe, wasn't it? Or some somebody yeah, like that? Or was that Zangerstein brings up a great point talking to DeRozan or something? I don't know. Who that but, was. Yeah, but DeRozan again, does he stretch the defense and does he play defense? The answer is no, no. Great score, but you already have great scores on your team. The thing is, you need to stretch the defense, and he doesn't do that. Neither does Vucevic shooting 34%. Zangerstein said, right now, it's better great to trade point, none. Nunn, Pat Bev, and Schroeder into an either a stretch big or wing. See, I Guess think that's what, better. Though? But the problem is, how much do you have to add on top of it? Because the other team is not going to take all these players who are not playing well this season. None of those guys are playing well this season. Absolutely none of those guys are playing. They're play- all playing horribly. Why would you want you want them for the for the money, for the contract reasons? Yes. But they're going to ask for at least one, if not both, of those number one draft picks. So we get in right back into the situation with Indiana. At least Russell is playing well, and you can at least promote that fact. But with, with the other guys that are playing so poorly, you try to package them, and and you know you're going to they're out. People, these other teams are going to ask for a lot more. Now it comes right back to a situation where they want where the Lakers might have to bundle both of those picks once again with those guys. Go ahead, John. Can I say? <laughs> Of course. I had to get that off my chest because Zangerstein was putting that in there. And and I know it's it's easy to dump and unload all these bad players that were playing so bad for the Lakers, but these teams it's are all good. Have, yeah. I was just gonna, gonna say that, you know, uh YouTube YouTube shows, you know, like us, um, you know, whether it's us, Lakers Nation or whatever Lakers YouTube channels out there, we can discuss all day long whether you know Westbrook is living up to his contract or not, whether we should trade him or not. But you know, the all honesty the one that really makes the decision or tips the um, tips the the, the the decision whatever is uh, what what can we get for Westbrook because you know if if uh, other teams want you know our, our our picks and other stuff and they're not willing to offer much then you know our our argument our debate doesn't mean anything so yeah. it's all about you know what what markets out there for him yeah but then same thing goes for you know if you tried to package none and Beverly. And Neither of those guys have a market value right now. Yeah, they're not because they're playing all. They're just contracts. Yeah, they both have the same reasoning on why someone would trade for them, though. It's just that Westbrook has more money. Yeah, that is exactly. If someone wants to get rid of a balloon contract beyond 2023, and that's the only way Rob is going to get what he wants, he's going to have to get lucky. He's not even. He's going to have to get lucky again. He's not because he's not capable of finagling something because number one almost all the gms in the nba can't stand them number two laker fans can't stand them number three laker fans can't stand them and 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 you know what what what, what can he do what everyone's gonna want to fleece him and fleece but the, the right person stands him and that is genie bus so somebody stands well, i don't, well, I don't know how much better yeah she's she's the mirror version of who he is weak <laughs> he's they're they're weak at their positions they 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 the the, the the golden armor is what what makes the lakers the lakers they're waiting to get lucky guys they're waiting for the right luck and if luck doesn't happen guess what nothing happens because they're not capable of creating anything 
which is the only thing that's scary about this because I feel yeah. like you're, you're, you're now not only going to waste another year of LeBron, you might waste another, uh, an epic season by AD. Uh, but, hey, you know what? We're looking good right now. We'll try to stay positive and see see where this goes. We'll see where it goes indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Lakers with a dominant performance from AD, 55 points, 17 rebounds, three block shots. Just a great, great performance by him. The Lakers end up pulling away. They get close, 130 to 119. There's an old saying, um, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm a country boy. I'm from the country. So there's an old saying, no matter how far a highway goes, an old dirt road will take you home. And <laughs> it's just proving over what and over. take the freeway? <laughs> just, okay. it's just uh, the, the, you know, Gerald, it used to be that the new wave of the NBA was, Take 53s a game, get to the line 25 to 30 times. Um, and watching Darvin Ham and AD go old school and decide, yeah, we're just going to destroy you from the inside out. That's that's how we're going to do it. It's cool to see it, it, the advent of the, the old school sort of back with the Lakers. Um that's something that's nostalgic for me. Um, you know, I loved watching uh, basketball and, uh, you know, I'm a 90s kid. So I watched probably five of the greatest 10 centers weekly, weekly. And to see what Anthony's doing and to evolve his game from the perimeter in I mean, if Hakeem Olajuwon had saw his performance tonight, he'd be probably jumping up and down saying, yeah, he, he's that's, not the dead. To, that's the way to do he it. He might exactly. have seen the tonight's performance. <laughs> he's still alive, Sean. He's still alive. You yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. TV. Did I say he was – I didn't call, say well, he was you're speaking dead. to him past sense. Yeah. Oh, my, oh, I'm so bad. My mistake. Oh, he's my probably, goodness. He probably made enough money. He's got yeah, satellite just, TV. He, okay, I'm probably good. You think he can afford Spectrum? Right the, uh, like, they raised that rates recently. Nobody can afford <laughs> Spectrum. Nobody, absolutely nobody can afford Spectrum. But uh, there you go. Uh, actually, outside of Joe. Outside of Joe. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I what do you mean he can't to... afford Spectrum? Don't they have those $80 a month deals? You guys can't pay 80 bucks a month? Well, that's why I have Cox. You know what's funny about that whole subscription thing? Is you have these dolts who are like, hey, we cut the cord. We cut the satellite, you know, we're yeah. saving a bunch of money. Then they have like 80 subscriptions to <laughs> Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix Plus, they, Gerald Plus, John Plus, like and then they're like $100 anyways. You might as well just stick with the TV. I heard John Plus is pretty good. <laughs> John Plus. I'm not gonna Sorry, I meant that. John negative. <laughs> Doesn't exist, sorry. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. 
with a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. One of the things I want to ask before we go <laughs> is, is that can this team sustain it? Can this because the next game is against it's not an easy one. It's one of Sean's favorite teams. Actually, it's a very good team, and I'm not going to disparage them. Again, a team that has four great starters on that team when they go Tuesday into LeBron's old stomping grounds in Cleveland. And then after that, right after that, another good team in Toronto. So that's a back-to-back. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Sean. I mean, what are you looking forward to when you go ahead in these games? I mean, can they make this at least – I'm looking for a split. I'm going to be reasonable. If this is where there's going to be like a falter because it's back-to-back, you might not play LeBron back-to-back. You might not play AD back-to-back. When it comes to it, are you going to go ahead and you know, try to do what you can to sustain it? What do you need to do to sustain the kind of good performances you've had so far in the past two games? Yeah, you know something, Gerald? I think if you're a fan of uh, defensive basketball, uh, that Cleveland game is going to be uh, one to circle with a, a red Sharpie. You know, if AD goes off again, it's going to be because he's he's just on another level and there's just nothing uh, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen uh, can do about it. I, I think that's going to be a tall order for him to get a double nickel against that defense. Um, obviously we're not, we're not going to predict it or anticipate it. They're a feisty bunch They're They get after you. You're right. They, they've got four really good starters. Don't have much of a bench to speak of that. That's going to need to be addressed by them if they want to make any noise. Uh, but I digress. I I'm with you, man. I think there's a split here. Um, I, I tend to think that the the Lakers will win the back end against the Raps and come up a little short against the Cavs. That's just what I'm I'm thinking right now. It, it could be flipped, but Cleveland plays a brand of defense that is very very similar to the Bucks, and I think the the Lakers really need to bring their hard hat and lunch buckets because that's the way they play. They play for forty eight minutes. Uh, John, I'm just going to say somebody needs to get involved because Ticketmaster is a monopoly. That's some yes. bad stuff right there. That's happened. That's been going on for decades. They've been doing this stuff. Yeah, but need I, need I digress on that? We don't want to no, keep no. it light, light and bright here, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. No Ticketmaster comments right now because it just really just uh, gets me started because, yeah, anybody trying to go ahead and get a ticket for a live event or a concert, that's just, yeah, the price is just going out, outrageous. And a lot of it is because of Ticketmaster, but I will say now, though, for the Lakers, though, man, just keeping the momentum. John, you have a team now that is really riding high, back up to 10 and 12, now in the conversation. You know when you go to all these shows, you go to all these podcasts that are not named the Lakers Fast Break, they're all going to you know, go rave about AD, AD, all the Lakers, watch out for the Lakers, all these these other shows that, that were banning the Lakers from conversation. And you guys all know, and gals all know about that, because you heard all these other national shows that's, oh, we don't want to talk about the Lakers. We don't want to talk about the Lakers because they're where they're at. Oh, well, all of a sudden this week, you're going to start hearing them talk about the Lakers again. What can we do, or what do the Lakers need to do to keep this conversation flowing? 
they just got to keep playing like like they're playing now and not let their guards up. Um, I think if they get too comfortable um, and, you know, let their guards down and lose to, you know, obviously not going to win every game, but, you know, if uh, if, if they – if they keep losing the teams like that, like they shouldn't against, um, you know, like on Monday against Indiana, you know, where they're up 15, like if they lost tonight, we would have had, we would have had a totally different conversation. We would have been asking, you know, whether or not should we make a trade to help this team. But um, they, you know, they, they just got to be consistent and win more games because, um, you know, the West is very competitive. There's a lot of good teams, even though, you know, records are, you know, very similar right now. It's still early in the season, but, you know, as the season goes on and, and, um, you know, chemistry and you know players start getting used to playing with each other and start warming up uh, you know that's when you know records are really gonna start matters so they just got to keep winning more games absolutely i agree with you hardly joe i mean you're the man who got on the side of laker tom laker tom was predicting a, a five and one road trip you were four and two very positive how can they go ahead and keep going because again a very tough back-to-back starts on tuesday what kind of conversation a professional show Starts the show with, we're not going to talk about this team. Their digits are ESPN. And it's called the Hoop the, the, Collective. This, they, they actually... Yeah, and I got another four-letter word for them. Winhorse made an effort so far most of the season. Does it start with sure. F and N with K? Yeah, but also... It's, it's <laughs> More like C and T. Athletic shows. Okay. There's a whole bunch of shows out there because the Lakers were bad in the earlier part of the season. They would they made an effort to... What, what was what was Wendy saying... Have they is did LeBron blacklist him from the locker room? That's why he's doing well, this. Well, you know, because the edict is that the Lakers have to be talked about a hundred percent of the time on these other shows when they're doing well. Okay. When they're not doing well, they want to make sure that they cover everyone okay, for, else and forget the Lakers. For those for those who don't understand marketing or common sense, you know why Skip Bayless is famous. Because he's constantly gone after LeBron since one of the one that is probably his number one. Because he, he always goes Le- against the grain, that's why. Because he mentions LeBron in a negative light, you get the deadheads who who you know LeBron, why do you hate LeBron? And the other guys too. The ones that agree with him. You see how that works? And and he even he even uh, there was even you know talk that he knows that when he puts something on Twitter he follows how the activity goes and then he'll roll with it. Okay, guys, for those of you who are out there listening, if you're going to learn anything about the world, everything's a scam to get your attention. Everything, and the yep. best way to not be scammed is don't get scammed. Don't watch ESPN. Don't listen to Stephen A. Smith. Don't watch Fox with that marbles talking Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Okay, it's it's Nick that's what keeps them going. If you don't watch these guys and listen to them, you're gonna not have them on TV, and that's as simple as that, guys. But unfortunately, people are are are, are moths to the flame. So the Lakers are relevant because they're the Lakers doesn't matter if they're losing or winning. Even when the Lakers were losing, the talk was, are they going to get a top five pick? Are they going to be the, get a one pick, a second pick? They're the Lakers. They've already put, they've already put that peanut butter on the bread. It's over guys. It's there. Can't get it off the bread anymore. So now that they're winning, 
What's great about the fact that they're winning from an objective standpoint is you have a 29-year-old phenom who we've never really seen this kind of talent before except for maybe a handful of times. I mean, let's be honest, guys. This is not well, – this is an ob- – it, in 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 fairness to what Gerald was saying, in order just to kind of spark a, a a positive conversation out of this, um, what They're it's all going, yeah, what, what it cannot help but being positive. Yeah, yeah no, I no 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 no. I was talking about your ESPN um uh slant there. <laughs> no, the it's voice. going to it's going to the enable- voice, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to enable, you know, actual NBA pop culture cosmos to uh, talk positively about the Lakers. It's like... Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. Sorry, we keep interrupting Five Sean. Star Wait, review. We... Let Sean talk, for God's sake. Wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it uh, on on what the flip side of what Joe said, and by the way, what I agree with a lot of what he said, and a lot of what he said is true. Um, you're going to have uh, it's going to enable actual NBA uh, analysis who know their stuff and do their job well. For example, Tim Legler to get on ESPN and to basically uh, fawn over Anthony Davis and drool over LeBron and marvel at what they're doing at with the the last ten games. Kirk Goldsberry. Um, is not going to be able to tweet out that the Lakers can't find any shooting outside of uh, AD and uh, LeBron. So he's going to have to talk positively about them. It just means that, unfortunately, in today's – Joe Joe's on with marketing. I'm not a businessman. The three gentlemen I'm joined by are. I'm not by, by, uh, by trade. But what Joe was saying about marketing – was true, but I, I was just going to say from from just a, a layman's perspective, just I think most people just understand now that for some reason, whatever whatever the the uh, du jour topic is, is that the narrative matters more than the fact. And if the when the fact becomes too great, then you drop the narrative and move on to something else. So I think it it's it's kind of kind of you know one one hand washing the other Gerald in the sense that it's going to force it's going to force ESPN and these networks to talk positively about the Lakers but at the same time like you were saying somebody like Brian Windhorst faces a conundrum now because he said he wasn't going to talk about them when they were in the doldrums so now you're not going to talk about them when they're playing uh, like one of the five best teams in the NBA that he had to do an episode on Monday, and it sounded like somebody actually had to, you know, drag him into doing it. It's yeah. a petulant yeah. child response, and some, and we have a lot of petulant children. And it's not and just him; it's also other. It's, it's society like in general. It's society it's in general. Him. It's yeah. society in general. I, it's it's hilarious when you watch someone acting like a petulant child uh, degrade another petulant child. They don't even realize they're doing the same thing. The, the how about we do this? How about we comment? But this is the great thing about sports, especially when it comes to the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, because there's a game every day or every other day. Talk about what happened. Okay, now if there's a week where a team stinks, 
then you can kind of bunch in what happened that week. But if they're also winning that week, then you can bunch in that as well. You want to keep it fluid. You want to you want to you want to tell the audience what's happening. That's the whole point of being a, a good broadcaster. Tell us what's happening. We don't want to hear about your feelings on how you don't want to talk about something because you don't feel like it. It has nothing to do with you. When you're doing this kind of job, it matters what the audience wants to hear. Okay? It matters what the audience wants to hear. The the audience wants to hear Laker talk or Yankee talk or Cowboy talk. Guess what? You form your show on that. Now, we're in a different situation than, let's say, the all-world sports channel or whatever. We're a Laker talk show. So it might be a little easier for us to matter of fact, it's harder for us because we're stuck on one subject. So if the Lakers stink for what they did for what, three months last year. And in the first month here, we were kind of stuck. Like you got to really, you got to really have some talent. It was like a season long thing. Yeah. You got to really have your talent. You got to really have talent to keep your audience engaged. Otherwise I felt like after a while, I'm just like Lakers suck. What else? What else can we talk about? <laughs> Somebody, I what did you did you propose to me? Uh, you know, naming renaming our show Lakers Suck Break. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's some weird things you hear. Lakers you know. season long break. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are, are you sure you don't need a new mic, a new head, headset? No, no. This one's been working fine. I'll buy you one if it helps. No, it's okay. This one's this you one's sure? Good, I'm, my friend. I'm sure I can I, afford one. I will say. I know you guys don't want to spend that. 80 bucks a month on direct TV, you know, because it might break your bank. Okay. No, that's just, uh, who's that? No, actually, I'm sorry. How do you guys watch TV when you don't have that? Like, do you actually have to go? That's that's almost a thousand bucks a year. I watch my share of TV. I want to go watch the Laker game. What the hell? I watch my share. Of TV. Is that how you I watch your to. games, Joe? I think, uh, I like cover pop culture. You know how I, I turn on the game? Like this. That's how a remote works, Joe. Beautiful. Just, <laughs> there's a button I even put on my little Harmony. It has time the Time Warner uh, uh, favorite. I don't even need it's to call a button, on. Joe. I don't even need to do the on and off button. I just go to the Time Warner button. That's how that's I roll. Special. That's how I roll. <laughs> that's, yes, that's very special. You know what I mean? well, that's how see- I roll. You guys are jealous? Are you jealous? Well, John, are you jealous? I'm, I'm looking right at you. If it hasn't done, I'm. I can arrange it here on the. There you go. Now you're. Now you're looking. Now you can look right at him right here. I got something better, remote Joe. I got a phone. Okay. Now you can look right at him. Before we're. Before I got. I got to look this way. Look at Joe. You're like. Yeah, but before uh, before you uh, lead us out the door here, Joe, I just wanted to uh, leave the uh, the Lakers fast break with one. One final thought, and I'm not Jerry Springer. Um, <laughs> Thank God. Or Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Um, it, Watch it's, out for the it, chair. It, it's not just the fact that <laughs> that it's it's a roster talent issue, and it's not the fact that right now you might be in the depths of wasting another LeBron year and maybe a one-of-a-kind uh, Anthony Davis uh, type year. It's the fact that for 22 games right now, they've forged an identity. And one of the characteristics of their identity is they fight. They fight. 
they're this isn't like last year's team where if they were down by by 15 to 20 points in the middle of the second quarter a lot of them would just phone it in try and get their get their stats up and head out the door these guys fight for one another and they fight for their coach if Polinka can't see that and understand that by bringing guys in, like John said it the other day, it, it that kind of level of play, that intensity, that hustle, it's contagious. So if you bring guys into the mix who already have that DNA, it just seems to me you you could be you could be watching a rocket take off, but you might just want to just let this just sit in the atmosphere and not take it off. Like that makes no sense to me. I think if anything, this eight and two run has proven to Polinka that he needs to, to make a trade. I agree with you. It, it proves right now that the Lakers, if they add just a couple of ingredients, I really think it's going to make them a team that can be competitive right now at the higher end of the Western conference, even much more than any one of our expectations, because we did not have the greatest expectations going in because of the fact that the supporting cast was uh, on paper looking so bad. Mm-hmm. John, I mean, any last thoughts on the team before we head on out? Go Lakers. That's very in depth, my friend. Awesome, truly appreciate that. That's, <laughs> that's all good. we need to. That's all we need at this point. That's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Continue to go ahead. Go where? What? Go where? We need go Lakers. When Laker Tom says it, you don't say go where. Tom's 76. What am I going to do? Yell at a 76 year old man? He's 79. I wouldn't put a pass. <laughs> He's 76. It's so funny. Well, you Everything. Know, yeah, but once again, it's the Lakers. Once again, it's the Lakers. On this note. <laughs> yes. Truly appreciate everyone out there watching, listening. A great crowd tonight. Just really, you know, really strong numbers. Thanks so much for watching us. Truly appreciate it. If you get a chance, please go ahead and check out what we're doing at John McCallion right there for you on his YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe today. Like both our videos and his videos. Big thumbs up for each of us. And also subscribe. Please go ahead and subscribe so you can get the latest notifications on not only when he goes live on the air, but when we go live on the air with our great shows. Joe, before we head on out, What's your schedule like this week? Because you know the Lakers, obviously on Tuesday, we're going to be going ahead with our live watch party coming up. That's going to be, I think, at 4.30 our time in the West Coast. Then after that, of course, the post game. Toronto the next night, 4.30 the next night post game. Are you up for an NBA observations tomorrow, or do you want to wait until Thursday on that one? I got to be honest, G. I I am – getting busier by the week and you said you're doing well yeah the opening year will be even busier okay it's easy for me to do post stuff but during the games i need a little more fluidity i i love i love being on playback i just don't know how i can manage five to six hours in a row doing commentary but i have to play each day by ear okay because i wanted Um, to discuss the mvp conversation i'll tell you what uh i probably should be good to do observation tomorrow evening okay sean john hopefully you guys can join us as well we can schedule out something tomorrow evening to discuss the mvp rankings as far as where do you rank who where and why because i think that's something we should approach starting right now because it's or quarter of the way in the season sounds like something maybe you guys could do 
I'll double check to y'all, but I should be free. Okay, fair enough. John, at least in the I'm chat. not free though. Uh, you're gonna have to pay me. Okay, well there you go, John. We'll pay you with the uh, with the uh, bunch of challenges. There you go. Well, he said it wasn't very much for him. He said he handled it like no weak. problem. That was weak. Okay, okay. Uh, then you got the wings challenge maybe coming up as well. That one will be hot. Because you can't right. drink anything. You know what, Z, you're truly incredible. Still downloading our podcast versions aside from hitting the like buttons. Everyone in their chat, the world's best Lakers chat. I truly appreciate it. John and Joe are, are slowly turning into the uh, the Statler and uh, what was the other guy's name? Well, they're the odd couple. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Statler the and couple, um, the Waldorf. The, the, the two puppets up in the mezzanine who just make fun of everybody, including themselves. <laughs> yep, those guys had all the fun. Yes, they did indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Also, I, I you guys let, gotta let me know when we want to do the next Lakers history one on one on the Kobe Vlade trade. That's something I definitely want to talk about because I know that was brought up by one of our great people that's insiders, Nick Medina. He wanted to go ahead and have us talk about that. So we will talk about that on the next Lakers history one on one when we can go ahead and schedule that. That's funny, petting my cat. So yep. petting my cat says if, if the Lakers win 50, I sell my business. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, Which know. business? Yes. Your only few. <laughs> Where's the tears at John? So, says Sovereign. So there you go. Okay. Now Richard brought up politics question mark. Let's talk politics. No, let's not talk politics. Not... <laughs> we have to give the audience what they want. No, let's not talk politics. <laughs> Z, you know what? You did come for listening from the podcast, so keeping at it. I truly appreciate all your support. You're one of our biggest supporters everyone all of them all of them truly appreciate all the support everyone in the chat room everyone out there listening and watching gives us and joe as joe mocks my hand movements but once again it's the lakers are you you sure you're not half italian no he's talking with your hands no i'd like to be but then if i was i'd probably be even heavier but i don't want to do that (laughs) it's the lakers fast break way to close out the show if you have any questions for us i'm trying to but joe you know look what he's doing (laughs) At Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Plus, also as well, you can leave comments. We do get back to them on YouTube. And, of course, Lakerholics.com, Lakersball.com. And, of course, for Joe, Simblaze with a Y.com. John McCallion's YouTube channel. He'll be – are you going on live tonight? Not tonight, but maybe tomorrow. Okay. Well, there you go. Shucks. Oh. Well, hopefully you can at least enter your thoughts on the MVP race as well tomorrow night when we do NBA observations. Looking for a good conversation then. But once again, the Lakers do end up really with a comfortable victory, 130 to 119. And we'll be back definitely as far as from the standpoint of a live watch party on Tuesday starting at 430. And then after that, of course, it's all of us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Have a great evening, everyone. Appreciate it. Have a good week. Joe, what are you doing?